everybody, welcome to Better Radio, episode three. I'm Brian. Hey, and I'm Liam. Liam, how are you doing? Oh, living the dream, man. Never better. Never better? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm doing pretty well myself. Yeah. I actually quit my job. Oh, that's exciting. How did that go? Um, it went well, it went, you know, it was, there's really nothing like terribly dramatic to talk about. It's, it was literally just, hey, this isn't the right fit for me at this time in my life. I would like to not work here anymore. And my manager was like, okay, I'm sorry to see you go. Um, you're like, you're, you're goddamn right. You're sorry to see me go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. So what that basically means now is that we really need to work hard on monetizing this podcast because I have no money coming in at all. Which is why this is a great time for an ad read, right? Yeah, so if anybody wants us to advertise, we'll take literally anybody at brought, this point because Brian is desperate for money. Brought to you by Squarespace. Yeah, well, I think Squarespace is the most likely one for us to get. Mm, yeah. They sponsor everything. They're getting my emails for sure. Okay, this vaguely threatening email. So it didn't start us. out that way. Oh, man. So, Liam, what, what have you been up to lately? Uh, I've been uh, I've been busy doing stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, last week uh, I was out a lot. Uh, I've been working a lot. It's been fun. I do door to door sales. I don't know if I've mentioned that yet. Uh, <laughs> no, de- definitely. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah, it's well, it, if not, tell us uh, tell us what goes into door to door sales. Oh, um, put me on the spot here. Door to door sales is great. Uh, what I've come to find out is I think maybe every other person is weird. You cold call mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. And you, it's it's unfortunate because like you interrupt, you're like you start off every conversation as an annoyance, right? And the yeah, so that's this kind of puts you on a weird, like in a weird situation where it's just like, hey, you didn't ask for this. Honestly, I didn't ask to be put in this position to annoy you, but uh, here we are. Want to buy some stuff? Yeah, no, it's I I feel like the people that are best at it are great at diffusing that initial mm-hmm. like uh uncomfortable situation and uh, i'm not like the best at that i'm i'm being impassable at it but there are some real people out there that have a real knack for it man mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to watch it's definitely a good experience um right. better than uh you know i mean mcdonald's was i loved it to death for sure but mm-hmm. but the people going to mcdonald's they wanted mcdonald's yeah they didn't care about you they'd spit on you uh-huh. guy showed me his dick once well, that's the that's the McDonald's way. Yeah, you, 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 we saw we said it a little while ago. I think the first episode. Uh, if you work in fast food, you gotta be prepared to see a body. If you work in fast food, you gotta be prepared to see a couple of wieners. You know, yeah, so. no, it was it was definitely. Um, I guess so. It was definitely something I thought about for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was cool. It was all right. He had a McChicken, a small fry was his order. Oh, oh, it was his order. Yep, okay. that was his order. Oh I yeah, see. but it's I not see. the uh, not not a double entendre. But I guess it could that. be a double entendre. Right. Yeah, it was. It was a double entendre. Oh boy. Well, uh, moving on to that. Uh, other than your main job, how has stand up been going lately? Oh, stand up's been going great. Um, last time we talked, I was going in to do uh, the roast wars yes. in at Phoenix, uh, hosted by Lou Ramos, mm-hmm. uh, every third Tuesday of the month. Right. Um, I went against my really good buddy Kevin Knightley. Right, and uh, he kind of fucked me up. I'll be honest oh, with you. No. Like it was, uh, it was a good, it was a good match. But you know, Kevin finally found something he was good at. 
Oh, uh, 27 years in, he can't defend himself right here. No, so, no, but, this uh, is the this is the best. You can just talk shit, and he's he's not here. <laughs> no, but I, I will say I gotta give him uh, credit where credit's due. He he, he did, he's really good at uh, writing roast jokes. Mm-hmm. He hit me with my favorite uh, roast joke I've ever heard about me, which was uh, this is writing credits to Kevin Knightley. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a man. I, I remind him of a manic depressive Jimmy Neutron, <laughs> and it was just like fucking hilarious man right it's good stuff it's really good stuff kevin kevin's great uh mm-hmm. the show overall was fantastic right right um besides that i've been doing some uh, open mics here and there mm-hmm. and i was very fortunate enough uh there's a there this comic uh in the worcester comedy scene she's a legend as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. uh her name's uh, robin courtney right um She's a regular at Nick's. I believe she's uh, family uh, of the establishment, right? Mm-hmm. Or the manager. And at least one of the bartenders. But uh, she's been, she was diagnosed uh, with a shit ton of cancer. Re- okay. Real bad. Real all sorts of, yeah. Oh, it wasn't a good cancer. No, I mean, I it wasn't it was definitely. Yeah, yeah, no. It was, it was, the, it was the kind, the kind that gets the, you know, like kills people. And uh, yeah. so she starts doing uh, stand-up comedy in lieu mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. Kind of just like spit in the face of death because robin courtney is a fucking badass right um and you know when i started doing stand-up uh she i she was one of the regulars at nick's Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god i remember seeing her for the first time and Mm -hmm. it was like like chills man she she was good she was very fucking funny and just very very much just like living uh the life that she wanted to Mm -hmm. live um and making us laugh while doing so right so you know she's uh she can't had had this really bad cancer for a little bit so mm-hmm. you know you know clock's ticking you know right and we're like hey uh or the Worcester comedy scene uh Wooten Annie in particular mm-hmm. uh which is the comedy festival comedy festival I'm gonna be a part of in uh either end of September or October they right. put on a show for I wasn't trying to just plug myself in the middle of this story about it was a heartfelt I, story. I definitely, yeah, and I was like, hey, yeah. hey, remember to buy your tickets for Woot Nanny, because I don't know if Robin's going to be there, but I sure will be. Oh, wow. And okay. uh, no, that's her style of humor. Trust me, right. that's not, that's, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, she's, uh, she's very, very much, uh, she, you know, uh, she's dope. She's a fucking badass. Right. And point being with the story, uh, mm. they put on a show for her at Nick's called the Robin Courtney Farewell Tour. So yeah, mm. like I'm saying, very much. Right. her style i know I'd, I'd seen that on facebook i was like oh, what is what yeah mean? so yeah it's, no it's pretty dark yeah no pretty pretty much wow. robin courtney's sick as fuck and they uh wanted to put on a show for her mm-hmm. and so they had a bunch of local worcester comics uh go on mm-hmm. open up you know warm up the crowd nix was packed it was an mm-hmm. awesome fucking outing a great show to be there for and i, w- I was going there to support the scene mm-hmm. um I mean, i'm in back i'm not thinking i'm doing anything uh so i put a few drinks down and uh they end up calling me calling me up mm-hmm. um which was a fucking uh, like amazing opportunity i thought uh, mm-hmm. it was cool i was a little buzzed but uh, i think i did all right and right. uh to ask to be asked to be like a part of that was uh definitely you know i don't know if a stand up ever ever anything comes from it like down the road mm-hmm. just an opportunity like that uh made this starting this at all totally mm-hmm. worth it i couldn't right. be like more grateful for that it was awesome and then after uh i did my fucking short little set robin courtney the real star shows up mm. 
and she murders for like a fucking half hour. Right. She straight kills, man. Uh, some, what someone called it? Uh, killing while dying or something like that. I, I don't remember who it was. It might have been. I think it was John Flag. It's crazy and being creative and something like that, you know. But uh, I love John. He he was exceptionally funny that night. Um. Every comic that was on it was uh, great. Brian O'Donnell, mm-hmm. uh, Sean Connolly, Connolly, his wife, Mel Reed Dickinson. Right. Uh, uh, awesome lineup. I don't know if I'm forgetting anyone, but mm-hmm. most importantly, Robin was a, she, a fucking killer, man. She was so fucking funny. Right. She just v- super dark. Definitely some of the darkest shit ever. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, because I don't know, what, what, what else you got? You know, you're going going soon and she mm. just is embracing it almost and right it made for a uh awesome fucking fantastic show to be a part of mm. uh and to just to just witness it was really something special I'm glad oh, i got to be sounds, there for yeah, it certainly sounds like a a special and unique kind of moment especially early on in uh in your comedy career you know yeah man it, i've been fortunate as hell um you know i had like that uh, I don't know. The, there was that show I was a part of, the Ha Ha for Hope event uh, from the Hope Lives Here Foundation, right. um, where I got to do stand up in front of like a giant fucking crowd, mm-hmm. and like just like two fifty or something. Right. Uh, though, like t- those two moments, man, just like very, very much uh, in- incredible things mm-hmm. to. I'm very fortunate. Yeah. very appreciative of uh any opportunity i've been given and especially for shows like that where there's mm-hmm. like a kind of a purpose for it yeah i think um and this isn't really like the same well I, i'll put it this way i feel like when you can take even in a small way even you know we have what like 800 something subscribers now we're not we're not a big channel at all and certainly when we were less the good ones we only had like 100 something but we still most um, underrated channel in youtube history but Probably, I yeah. would say. I think yeah. uh, when the YouTube history books are written, it'll be a footnote, but it'll be like most underrated channel for sure. I actually have a video coming out pretty soon where I review my old daily vlogs, which are really fucking bad. Plug. Yeah, um, but it's going to be a really fun video. And it's going to kind of be about like generally like creation and like what's good and what's not good. And is if you're if maybe you're not making the best content when you're. 16 it, it can lead to something better you know it's it's all worth it to you know build up yourself but uh getting ahead of myself that video will be coming out probably sooner than later but i think you know we, we did those charity streams those 24 hours streams yeah, charity. Those and are they're, fun. They're, yeah they're a lot of fun and i'm sure we'll maybe not 24 hours probably like 12 hours because we're getting old now but uh we're going to continue doing those and i think it's just a nice thing to do it's a nice uh Thing to put out there to add to the universe you know just like do good where you can even if you the good isn't like some overwhelming thing you know even if you're not like a person who has a ton of money and can dump you know any little bit of goodness you can put into the world is worth it to do just for the sake of doing it yeah you know what i mean yeah no and i mean i'm i wouldn't be as uh you know i wouldn't ever call any of my shit good like putting putting that out there but um that's because i'm not a narcissist like you mm-hmm. um yeah. no raging narcissist yeah um, definitely describes you i think yeah. and um well you don't have 
to starting almost three podcasts without being a one is one is enough to be like I'm pretty sure that guy has an inflated ego. When you get two, it's like yeah, no, he's just straight up narcissist. Yeah, no, I mean it's weird podcasting three, it's in general. Like, I don't really want to be his friend. I don't want to ever meet him. Yeah, 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 no, hundred percent, and yeah. and yeah, we'll touch on that I guess in a second. But the uh, yeah, the, being a part of fucking something that mm. is 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 good is for good. I don't know, mm. like I I just. I'm appreciative. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, which is weird because I always try to just, like, I mean, like, I guess a lot of my bravado is just kind of being like a dickhead, but <laughs> I, um, you I, know, I'm going to keep I doing I want to be known as a dick, you know, which yeah. is how it is. Uh, no, I, 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 I like what you're doing. I think, I think it's definitely good. Um, yeah. So what would you like to talk about next? Um, so there's actually one other thing uh, I forgot to mention, uh, stand-up wise. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, the open mic at Medusa Saloon. We just had our second uh, mm. night of it. I uh, went. How did that go? Went well. Went well. So far, I think both of them have gone well. A lot of comic turnout. Uh, hoping to get more uh, audience members. Obviously, mm. that's the ideal goal. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Because um, you can only invite so many people to so many open mics, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I'm just, the real reason I'm, you know, doing this is to get the comics to get, you know, stage time and get mm-hmm. better, work on their stuff. And for when they're mm-hmm. on a show with people, they mm-hmm. have better material. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's just, should, it's uh, cool. Record a podcast there. Yeah, record a podcast. If they'll there. let us. I mean, maybe they could definitely, I mean, maybe it's, it's uh, more, I guess, importantly, uh, the Medusa Saloon actually had to change its name. Why did it have to change its name? Uh, I guess the real Medusa thought it was copyright infringement like the the fictitious character from oh, Greek okay. fantasy okay. i guess right uh they, they they i think they might have thought it was too similar in name mm-hmm. um it's not obviously what happened but it you know you can read around the lines did, here did it really change its name yeah it really did change its name i had to okay, change its name to the the i will get to it i'll okay. get to that i will get to that uh so my my uh the open mic that i host will now be uh it's second and fourth Tuesday, uh, second and fourth Wednesday of every month okay. at the Dark Rose Saloon on okay. Shrewsbury Street. So same location. Medusa Saloon. Yep. Currently the Dark Rose Saloon. Yep. Yep. All right. And have they been able to like? Oh, this would be a mess. Have they been able to like change all their Google stuff and like so you can look it up? Or, yeah, like, I think I, I believe so. I believe so. I believe that's pretty easy actually. Okay, good. So I think yeah, yeah I think, get their SEO. Yeah, no, together. that's that's yeah. I mean, it's and it was it's a great room that we're putting together. Mm. Um, especially with the equipment that we're getting in for it. Uh, and the people, the comics that have shown up have spoken. Uh, you know, they finally have it. It's been cool because people have uh been reaching out to me like complete strangers on Facebook, which is mm. you know awesome always. And uh, well. It's no, not always awesome. No, it's definitely awesome, bro. It doesn't. Ha- this has never happened to me before. This is right. like great. This is awesome. And uh, they're like comics that are like, oh, hey, would you put me on for stage mm-hmm. time? And I'm like, oh, totally, man. Come yeah. on out. So it's like, it's cool. Yeah, I had some people from New Hampshire. Uh, some people from Rhode Island were looking mm-hmm. into it. Um, so I don't know. Word gets around and stuff, and it's cool. I, I it's just I'm very happy to mm-hmm. be uh, contributing in some way to this uh, Worcester comedy scene. Yeah, and now that I don't have work anymore, now that I'm out of work for a little while, yeah. maybe I can actually come 
Yes, you yeah. should. You absolutely should. You should go well, out there and the give a get some state time. Weeks. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'll have some kind of income by then. Let me get the date of the next one or <laughs> look at my phone real quick. All right. So yeah, well, uh, while you do that, talk a little bit about uh, me. Like I said, um, quit my job. July tenth. July tenth. Sorry. July tenth. You were, you were gonna start talking about yourself again, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh Jesus, let me get, let me save everybody. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, no. So no, you no, quit no. your job. You quit your job. I quit my job. So yeah, it's frightening. I haven't not had a job since I was like sixteen. Hmm. Uh, Twenty six now, so it's been like ten years. That's exciting. Um, it's exciting. It was scary, but uh, I think right now my main plan is to really like dive into the youtube stuff i want to make at least like three four videos a week like uh, consistently i'm going to make a website for freelance writing and hosting and anything like that hopefully using the youtube stuff as a portfolio i think because we have bumped the mic i think because we have a decent amount of stuff out there right now to where i could be like okay yeah this is proof of me being a adequate content creator please mm -hmm. hire me for your business because i can help you with that and um you know we'll see i have a bartending license could potentially start tending some bars That's a good if idea anyone's out there and needs a bartender with no specific bartending experience but a lot of customer service and food service experience and you know a a pretty funny guy not not like the most hilarious person in the world but you know a decent like co-worker funny could be your guy i'd hire you liam would hire me so yeah what's stopping you i uh yeah i mean i i'll, I'll look around some of the bars in worcester mm -hmm. see if anyone i know yeah that, do you dance really do you dance? dance could you dance would i dance would you dance for a job no there's like a there's you know some clubs where you can dance and, and serve alcohol. And serve alcohol, I, I think. Mean, it's paying my bills. Yeah, it probably pays real well. Probably pays real well. I mean, I have no shame. I have two, almost three podcasts at this point. All right. Well, I'm don't do that with uh, having any bit of shame, you know. As soon as we get out of here, I'm going to make some calls. Okay. I pre I, You're going to really be a star. <laughs> oh man, I feel like it's like almost bordering on Magic Mike territory. I might have to start doing some crunches or something. It's going to be Magic Brian. <laughs> Magic Brian. They're not gonna forget. They're gonna forget who Magic Mike ever was. Right. Well, yeah. it, the alliteration isn't there, but I'm sure they can come up with something. Right. You know. Magic Mar. Magic. Magic Mar. Magic Mar. Definitely. Writes sounds, itself. Sounds good. Definitely as good as Mike. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. So obviously, it's an exciting next step. Um, but I guess it kind of. The way I kind of look at it is um, similar to uh, there was a commencement speech that uh, Peter Dinklage gave to his old college in Vermont. And one of the things he like really stressed was there came a moment in his life when he was 29 where he quit his data entry job, just like I did. Um, and he said that it was really like, okay, the next time I get an acting role, for better or worse, I'm going to be an actor. That's how I'm going to pay my bills. That's all I'm going to do. So I guess for me, I can, you know, sink or swim with it. You know, like I have to make this work for myself. I don't have a safety net. Well, I obviously I have 
you know, Jenny, she will always support me. I have my family, you know, they're not going to let me die on the streets, <laughs> but, uh, you're on thin ice. And, <laughs> yeah, last, I, last I heard. I don't right, know. Yeah. Okay. And okay. they're like, Oof, quit yeah. his job they, they too. Like that's yeah, that's yeah, the last strike. Yeah. They like you just fine. Um, yeah. but no, it's, it's definitely like, okay, this is it. I'm, I have to go for it. Like there's no turning back. If I want this, I need to, you know, grab life by the balls. Right by the say. balls. Caress them, and hopefully it will work out. I would, uh, I, would, I, yeah. The next time you're at a job interview, mm-hmm. no matter what the guy says, you should just grab his balls. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'll do that. Then you're not taking this seriously. <laughs> um, it depends on the type of job, I guess. I don't know. You'll what? know. Just oh, read right. the room. Just read the room. Read the, right. Just read the room. All right. Uh, anyways, so, yeah. Do you want to talk any more about that? Or, uh... No, I mean, that, that was exciting. I'm very, I'm, I mean, this is your brother. I'm very proud of you. I uh, think this is going to be a good, positive step for you uh, in the right direction. I, I hope so. No, I, I, I got confidence in it and a will. I think that you have a very strong uh, work ethic and that you will utilize that uh, mm. moving forward making the right decisions yeah i've already written some videos that i hope to film this week and yeah we'll see we'll see what happens um what was i going to say for the next thing oh um one thing i'm really happy about honestly is unless i want to i will never have to ride the fucking mbta Public transport. Oh, so oh, you putting some people again. on blast? What are you saying here? What are you saying about VR, Massachusetts public transport? The worst. Whoa, why? Why? Give um, us some opinions. Hot takes. Send them in. Hot, this is not hot take. This is, I think anybody who is... Popular, been, popular yeah, opinion? Probably, I think everyone's going to be on my side. I, maybe even the employees of the MBTA. Whoa. Be on my side. The MBTA is terrible. Um, consistently late, delayed really overcrowded, incredibly expensive, nearly $300 for a monthly pass from where $300 I $300 for a monthly pass? For a monthly pass. Whoa, for like and, a working... Oh, it's going up. It's, it's going, going up? up. They're okay. They're raising the price. They're raising the price to a service like they're pricing it as if they're good at their jobs. Whoa. Which they're not Wow, you're talking jobs. about a lot of people here. The terrible. Whoa, all, okay. The, just just calm, you're doubling so down. Bad experience. Everyone has a bad time. All right. On it. The employees have a bad time because they know everyone hates them because they associate them with the service in itself. Which wow. Is so bad. Um, so there's like a weird dynamic between the employees and the people riding it everyone's just angry people in boston in general are just angry so it's like amplified even more yeah no the that makes sense late no one ever wants to like be squished in like the two or three seater so they'll do everything speak to for not, yourself you know, <laughs> to not uh not like blatantly be like you can't sit here but like make it so like well it'd be inconvenient if you sit here and I'm, a, I'm a big guy i'm not gonna squish anybody you know so i'll i'll stand which is fine. I don't mind standing, but then people, the employees will come around and be like, hey, make sure you use all available seats. And it's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to like, hey, guy in the two-seater, you know how your morning's already been really bad because the train's just sitting on the tracks for 20 minutes and no one has explained why? Would you like it to be worse by me sitting next to you? Would that be a good, would that be cool? Would you like that? It just gets very happy about it. Yeah. Well, mate, yeah, I'd have to find like the one person to be into it, but, uh, yeah, man, I don't have to ride the MBTA anymore. I'm proud of you. That's unless great. Unless I want to. That's great. 
You just left all those working class people behind you. They'll be fine. They're getting a lot more money. Uh, the employees of the MVPGA, anyways, will be fine because uh, they're getting more money because they're raising the price again. No, they might not be getting more money. That's not how that works. Speak to no, Amazon. It might, it speak might just to be the, whoever's in charge of the, the CEO of the MBTA. Someone's pocket is getting deeper for mm-hmm. sure. Right. Uh, uh, and you know what? You know, it's fine because I think most of the time the trains stay on the tracks. Like once a month, a train comes off the tracks. Is that true? Once a month? It's pretty frequent. Wow. Um, the, That's The red bad. line just recently had one go off the tracks, and now it's still going to be like three more weeks before it's fixed. Anyone and pass away? No, thank goodness. That's no good. one died. That's good. But eventually someone's going to die if they don't like fix this. Maybe. It's, Has it's anyone died yet? Frequently. Uh, I don't know. We might have to look that up. Yeah, I'll look into that. Because if someone's died, then yeah, they really got to work on this. I think it's one of those things where it's like, well, we're not going to work on it. Until like a bunch of people. Dies. Until like a bunch of yeah, people until die. Like, like, uh, a whole train. A whole train yeah, fucking exactly. spins it's over like, out of control. Well, takes out a neighborhood. I we'll do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, no, that's um, that, yeah. I mean, you got it at that point. It's the BP oil spill, right? Right, yeah. The Titanic. Like, we're not going to do anything. 9-11. Okay, well, we're getting a little off track. It's a, the MBTA is not 9-11, but uh, it's 9-10 I, at least. I don't know. I just tangentially. You can just definitely... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, man, I'm just excited. I never, board I never have to ride the MBTA. I'm very proud of you. That's uh, I'm very happy for you. I mean, uh, this is all worth it. Being unemployed and poor will be worth never having to step foot on those trains. That the other day I was standing on the train because it was packed, mm-hmm. um, naturally, and it was like packed like completely, and all of a sudden, outside of the bathroom that nobody's in, water starts coming out that's good of the door and we're all just standing in it like well this is happening we would complain but we know nothing will come of it so we're just gonna we're just gonna stand in this toilet water coming out of the coming out of the toilet on the train it's really it was a really good time i uh this sounds amazing this sounds like an incredibly you totally sold me on it I'm gonna pay whatever it is for monthly. I'm not even. I might not even from use Whistler, it. it'll probably be like ten thousand dollars. Really? Get, it's no, yeah. It goes by. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's gonna probably be like three hundred fifty dollars. Jesus. Some shit. Um, That's whack. It's funny too because I saw Worcester had like a meeting where they basically they invited the MBTA people there and just everyone just yelled at them for like ten minutes and they were like, "Listen, we hear your concerns." We're not going to do anything about it, like improve our service or not raise the money. But we appreciate that you came out. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to just guillotine them, right? Oh, well, you know, just make them ride the red line. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. That's worse. <laughs> that's worse than getting your head removed. I heard. Oh, man. All right. Anyways, what is our next topic? You said that you wanted yeah, to... Yeah, let's, uh, let's, I don't know, let's keep, see a couple things. We'll pique some interest, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been listening to for music lately? Anything oh interesting? And I know right, you probably so got some got some good music. My taste of music is fucking weird. So All right, I don't know good. if anyone will be necessarily particularly interested. Well, in my, I, I go from, like, rap to punk rock mm-hmm. regularly. So I go from, like, you know, like harder stuff, you know, a to, like, of, grown men sounding yeah, like no, little boys. I so know, yeah. I love well, yeah, it. yeah, like, I guess that would kind of be, like, good... Wait, I like weird musicians, um, like sad musicians, kind of. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like there's like almost a subgenre now, I feel like, of sad white boy rappers. 
Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. Who, who are you listening to? Um, so, you're familiar with Hello Johnson, obviously. He just came out with a new song. Yeah, that um, guy's a guy. He's, yeah, he's a guy. Uh, it's a pretty good song, um, but I, I've really been getting into Oliver Tree lately. Oliver Tree. Who's, yeah. who's that? Any music I would know? Probably not. He's weird. You might know one of his. He's got famous uh, for a vine that he did. Where okay. He's like, He's this really ridiculous character where uh, he has like a bowl cut and like a 90s neon like windbreaker and um, <laughs> bell-bottom jeans. And he's riding a scooter and he's like, I don't remember if he used his name Oliver, but it was like basically like kind of like an MTV style interview. He's like, hey, I'm Oliver. I'm 33 and I sell uh, MDMA to kids at raves. Oh, yeah, I have seen <laughs> yeah. that. That's really funny. That's yeah. that guy? Yeah, okay, that's, that's that hilarious. He's also like a really talented musician, but you know, it's hard to break in, you know, as a musician. So he took that like ridiculous meme character and made like a public persona as Oliver Tree as that character. Does he still? Oh, that's really cool. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And he makes sad music. Yeah, kind of like weird, like okay. sad, emotional style okay. like music. All his music videos are super ridiculous. Oh really? And he has like behind the scenes, like kind of like mockumentaries of him making, making them. That's in cool. Character I like that. I like that. It's like this super yeah. douchebag musician who just like thinks he's like God's gift to art, but really he's just like a huge cunt basically, <laughs> and he is really mean to everybody all the time and uh yeah it's it's so funny he's actually i think what he's doing now um is he's going to kill off his oliver tree character because like he um named like his tour the farewell tour and like all of it's like him like, uh, like took it took robin courtney yeah like idea. Robin wow needs to sue him because that's messed up that he our legal system she's <laughs> not seeing that money well yeah but uh yeah, I don't know. I really, I really like, like his, his music right now. I think uh, that's cool. I'll have to check that out. It sounds interesting. I'll definitely at least because it's the Vine guy. I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna at least see yeah. a single or something. Yeah, you uh, and even if um, you are, you don't love his music, you can probably just appreciate the ridiculousness of his music videos. Okay, yeah, they're all, I'm into like, that. in his characters, like the scooter world champion. He went on Genius. You know that show where. Invite artists on and they like break down their lyrics for songs. Yeah, it's but in character for one of his songs, and he said that his whole song was about how he became a scooter, like Razor Scooter world champion, and then his friends just wanted to hang out with him because he got famous for that. It's just like this really elaborate, like definitely fake story. That's amazing. But he's just on the show saying yeah. it like it's true and getting really mad about how people only used him for his scootering fame. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So what about you? What have you been listening to? Uh, new music lately. Um, well, Joyner Lucas just dropped a new song. Got a rep. You know, the guy from mm-hmm. Worcester. Uh, yeah. He dropped a new song and did a music video in Worcester. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. I, I like that he is one of the few people from because there are like a decent amount of celebrities who have come from the Worcester area but he's one of the few who's like yeah this is like where I'm from like I want people to know that I want to continue to support the city you know yeah sampling a Jay-Z beat Mm -hmm. for an album must have been very expensive but oh he's got the money now he's I guess so but yeah let's get a ball out for that I don't know maybe he just met the guy and they like I don't know hit it off or whatever but Mm -hmm. he's definitely uh he's making the city you know, proud. It looks yeah. it looks good. It, and Definitely. he's 
Because he just had one uh, song with Logic come out, right? Yeah, yeah, it was the last single on his album, ADHD. I think it's mm. his new album coming out. And it's interesting. He's actually doing a pretty like unique, I think, forward-thinking, but also it's forward-thinking for sure. Mm-hmm. I get why he's doing it. He's dropping right. uh, the entire album, not as an entire album, but each song is a single. Um, and it, every few weeks we get a new joiner song. And it's cool, uh, and it also makes a lot of sense marketing-wise, because now every song is a single and has its own, like, release. Right. And I I worry, because it is a really good idea, like, numbers-wise, it Mm -hmm. makes the most sense, get the most people to listen to it. Mm -hmm. But I hope not every musician starts doing that, because then it's... But maybe maybe it will be good if everyone's doing it, we're getting a new song every few days, but Mm -hmm. I think at that point... It'll just be an oversaturation of music. Mm. Uh, even if it's just a single, it'll be like, oh, I don't want to listen to that single or whatever. Yeah. So I've listened to that. Um, Slaughter Beach Dog, uh, which is a band I really like. Slaughtered Beach Dog. Slot, slaughter, comma, Beach Dog. Is, uh, so it's like the dog's name? or Maybe. I actually yeah. haven't really looked into it. I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a pretty... So uh, I guess it would have to be like Slaughter the Beach Dog, but with the comma there. So it's like Slaughter the Beach Dog. I think it's... I think it's slaughter, yeah, slaughter, slaughter. Pause. Beach dog is the is the. the all right, okay. Well, there are. It's provocative. Right. For <laughs> it's definitely yeah. It's definitely weird. I've all yeah. I'll be honest with you. Since I read it the first time, I'm like, all right, we're doing this. That's okay, but right. it's it's working for them. Uh, it's it's um. I think it's half of the band Modern Baseball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, th- which was a band I really really liked. Um, mm. I I it's, uh, they've broken up. Uh, unfortunately. Right. The co-singer uh like citing uh, mental health problems and a documentary they released mm-hmm. but they, i'll be honest right. they were they were like uh very good at writing very sad music mm-hmm. they write really good uh punk rock uh stuff and slaughter beach dog is like the next evolution sort mm-hmm. of like blink 182 when they broke up into different pro- plus 44 and angels and airwaves yeah this is you know this guy's next mm-hmm. Uh, step musically yeah. and it, plus 44 and going on the Road experience and talking about aliens were the two projects i think right uh tom, yeah tom <laughs> tom delong i uh, actually was the uh he was angel in airwaves and he went yeah. on to do joe rogan mark Oppis did plus 44 um yeah you were going for a joke there i tom, think maybe. tom delong most prominent for his he, insane joe rogan experience is that what he's known for these days i did i, I remember watching it and i was like god Damn it, man! It's not great. It's is not it, yeah, great. it's not a good reaction. That's unfortunate. But hey, if he ends up, if hey, Tom Belong ends up, he just had Bob Lazar on, and he was way more open to Bob Lazar's Area Fifty One stuff than he was to Tom. Because I think Bob Lazar um, gave just more answers. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Belong was just, the annoying part was just like, oh, you know, I can't tell you or I can't talk about that and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, was that, that tends to annoy great. people. Um, unless you're running, unless you're running for a public yeah. office, you know. Yeah. You know I was, I was hoping the one office. thing we get out of Trump presidency is that he'd just spill the beans on aliens, but it almost makes me feel like they're definitely not real if Trump didn't tell us they're real, or that they're super, super real, and <laughs> telling people would scare everyone into a mayhem. <laughs> well, he did like suspiciously be like, "Hey guys, uh, I think we should have a space force." Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, for like, no what are you talking particular about? reason. Um, well, all right. Well, it had to happen. It just, had to happen uh, at some point, and it should now just it's be a say thing. Trump's you know? space force. Yeah, forever. You know, <laughs> we actually had a um, 
You know that episode we did where I was like playing the guy at the White House? I have a second episode written about him being the one who has to like make a space force, <laughs> like be the one who puts together the space force. And like you're going to have a thing where he like, they're like, okay, well, P- Congress isn't really into the idea. So what you need to do is show that there's interest in the American people. So he has to go around and try to get signatures for Trump's um, Space Force. So that maybe door one day. Door to door. That's fine. Yeah, but then fucking the guy who makes The Office is like, oh, I'm going to make a show about Space Force. It's like, damn it. Because we're already aping his style with... Uh, Space Force, I mean, it could be a pretty funny I would TV say show. like... It'd probably be... Probably be yeah. yeah. I would say with that sketch, especially seeing that sketch, these are in the sketch. Oh, yeah. Um, and that sketch specifically is definitely inspired by, like, more like Parks and Recreation. You know, with one, the government, two, like, the character, I feel like, is a bit like Andy. Um, also, speaking of, if you guys want to hire me to act, I can act. Um, award-winning actor. So, let me, let me know. What award is that? It was the high school film class I was in had award shows, and I won a Drammy, is what it was called. But if you read my resume, it just says award-winning actor. It's credible. Mm-hmm. It's credibility. It's right there. You gotta, you gotta find what you can get, you know? Like, I, any angle you can work. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. No, 100%. I, I just, you're an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're a winner. Yeah. Right. And that's that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And it's going to go Grammy, Oscar, Grammy, pro, I mean, obviously, uh, would be the next one. Tony. Tony's um, are really overrated. Yeah. And, Listen, then, and also, like, they don't go to the end. They're just going to keep giving it to Hamilton every mm, year. Every, they just keep, I don't know. That, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch. I don't keep up works, with it. But, uh, yeah. um, and then, you know, later in my career, like in my 70s, that's when I'll like come back. To play like the president or something, you know, you'd be like, "Oh, is this like new respected Oscar-winning actor?" And you know, now he's just gonna be on a TV show, and uh, then I'll get that Emmy. You know, complete the egot, egot did with the Drammy. Yeah, if you um could have one job, right? What what would your dream job be? If I could have one. Job? Yeah, like if you could work one, what if you anything in the world you could make work right now? What would it be and why? Um, it would be making, um, the show streaming, uh, which is about people, ironically enough, leaving their job, people in their 20-somethings leaving their jobs and creating, uh, a streaming channel, a Twitch channel. Oh, so you're like a method actor. Mm -hmm. This is, all this is just to prepare for my role in that show that Tamora and I are writing. I love Um, it. It's inspired by Silicon Valley, you know, that type of humor where there's lots of ups and downs. And really, um, you know, uh, the idea behind it is Tamora and I are are writing it together. Tamora's going to direct it. I'm going to be one of the main characters with actual real actors, which is terrifying because they'll probably be trained, whereas I'm... I mean, I'm an award-winning actor, obviously, but uh, you know, not. I just mostly through sketches and stuff. I've gotten my training in acting and a few acting classes, but uh, yeah, it it would be. I think it could be a really decent thing. And what we want to do is just put it out on YouTube, you know, and then maybe it's very maybe, forward thinking. Maybe someone will see it and be like, "Oh, I want to fund that. Maybe I want to buy the rights to that." And, but we need to make the first episode first, which uh, hopefully we're gonna start getting going this summer 
on uh, making that first episode. Very excited to hear about that. Yeah, so that that would be my dream. What about you? What would be your dream job? Do you remember Josh Gates? <laughs> yes. Okay, so Josh Gates is this, uh, I don't want to call it reality TV. Well, how would you describe it? You describe it better, probably. It's not reality yeah, TV. Yeah, he had a, um, well, it still has. It's, it's kind of show. like a documentary style show uh originally it was called destination truth now it's another what's his uh expedition unknown expedition on the travel channel unknown uh, it was on sci-fi at first and then now it's on the travel channel yeah. and so what uh what josh gates does is goes around to places and investigates like claims of like the paranormal of cryptids of like legends basically yeah. and he's really funny i feel like which is a big appeal and a big inspiration to our ghost reel that show um, you should come. You want to be Josh Gates? You can be Josh Gates on our ghost route. Ghosts are not real. Well, that's what we're trying to find out. I don't buy it for one second. I've never once thought a ghost was real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bigfoot's more real than ghosts. Right. Yep. Right. Well, actually, we are planning to make a one-off episode called Is Bigfoot Real? Is Bigfoot Real? Yeah. Do you have the answer? Well, you know, we haven't filmed the episode Of yet. course. All right. So that's good. I like we'll, it. I like we'll find it. Out. Keep me in suspense. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, do you want to come? To know? find Bigfoot? Yeah. Well, Maggie quit the channel, so we have an opening on the team oh. of uh, our ghost reel. When, uh, I mean, I, I'm not a, the ghosts, ghosts, ghosts are not real. I'll shit on it the whole time. Um, well, that's, that's fine, too. It's like, that's part of the funny thing, you know, like. Lot of, some people i can make a guest appearance that's definitely something that we can mm. arrange i'm looking yeah. forward to this this sounds podcast. like a, it sounds like a great idea it sounds like a lot of fun have you ever seen the trailer for our guest room? i have yes yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's definitely it's creative it's visionary i think it'll go down as your some of your best work yeah i will be really great is that will be the thing that gets picked up and then i'll turn into the guy from ghost adventures and start wearing like tight deep v's yeah um being like trying to fight ghosts that's how you get the ghost's attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skin. You gotta show some skin. Gotta show some skin. How, yeah. They're not going to be interested unless you're out there. I wouldn't be. I don't know why you would assume they wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, we have some more episodes. I'm so, dude, I'm so excited for October this year. We have so many dope videos coming. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm starting to work on now, so they'll actually be done. That's cool. This time, that includes a couple more episodes of our ghost reel, and hopefully we'll get the pilot out sooner than later. Um, no, that's really it's really almost been a year since that's been filmed, yeah. but uh, um, yeah. I guess sorry, but yeah, in terms of a dream job, yeah, um, dream job. I'd like to uh usurp Josh Gates, I would mm-hmm. like to take that gig, like it's like it's, it's awesome. You I guess. watch your own show, you just want no, to I mean, Josh Gates, yeah, no, I understand. Well, there can't sh- be two of us, mm. there can't be. Mm. I'd like to maybe do it with him for like a season, like intern, yeah. and then I'll then I'd kill him. Right. That I'd like, murder him in cold blood. Oh, no. I would like. Kill him, you mean let him retire and you would take over the show? I mean, for legal reasons. I mean, we're looking for the last city of Shangri La. Uh-huh. We find it. I kill him, and then I take all the credit. That's oh, what wow. I mean. Josh Gates found a Bigfoot footprint. A Yeti b- footprint, footprint, bro. It's now yeah. in Disney uh, World, actually, the yeah. Animal Kingdom. Is it a museum? Uh, Even better, it's in the waiting line. For Expedition Everest. Yeah, but yeah, no, Josh Gates, I think he really figured out life. That, that's the mm-hmm. coolest. Traveling right. the world, looking for uh, cryptids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, urban legends, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Most importantly, I just, I like I like traveling a lot. Uh, oh, this is perfect, dude. This reminds me. Oh, boy. We have 
Do you remember when we went on that ghost hunt? Mm. Um, and we filmed a podcast. Would you ever be up like for a week? Maybe we can't film a new episode, releasing that as an episode. The thing I, the thing, is it the thing I? Because I went in that other room. Is that what you're talking about? No, we we filmed a we podcast. Filmed a podcast. Recorded it like all. I mean, I mean, yeah. If it's just it, sitting there, I'm into this. Podcast with a ghost, and we just talked about random shit. While, like, oh, that? Yeah. yeah, totally, man. That was funny. I, I remember that. Now we were in the up, we were in the upstairs room, right? That was uh, yeah, the, like the, the Winchington house. Doll. The Winchington yeah, house. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, no, that was that was the cool like uh, yeah it would be good right we can, if we yeah. can't record in a week for a week we can just release that sure i can't imagine yeah. either of us said anything that would get us in too much trouble well i'll listen, I'll listen back and edit anything out put it out put it out the most uh, the worse the better mm-hmm. uh, yeah you guys can see um it was actually originally called our ghost reel but now it's called hunting ghosts and winchending where i made like a vlog about our experiences it was fun doing that that's kind of like the backdoor pilot to our ghost reel and that was a lot of fun that was a good night yeah it was awesome the only the and it did inspire our ghost reel because like you know we wanted to joke around stuff but there are so many other people around i didn't want to like ruin anyone's time um because you know it would have enhanced it yeah like right but maybe some people are like oh i'm taking this really seriously i saved up money i really want to do this like this is super important to me and i didn't want us to be going like show us your dick ghosts uh, what's happening out there huh well you know i don't know the ghosts probably be way more inclined to talk to us there we did we did see it was Breasts. It was on a painting. It's a breast. Yeah, breasts on a breast. Yeah, when they're in art, pig. when they're in like a painting, they're breasts. Of uh, course, it's nuanced, it's sophisticated. It's but uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that, it, was, it was a good time, man. It was a, it was a really good time. Just like recording this podcast has been this week. Yeah, I've been. had a great I've had a great time. This has been a good, we went a little bit longer on this one, I think. Yeah, we did, but uh, you know, it took a long time to set this up, so I didn't want to like let that go to waste. No, no, I mean, I, I love it. This is a great, I think this is a much better setup. It's definitely the best setup uh, we've had. It doesn't look like we're in a bunker. These Bioshock posters are badass. Yeah, uh, this is, yeah, Bioshock, if anyone was curious. Um, it's hard, because, you know, like, we have, like, you guys can't see, you guys can't see what's happening here, but basically, like, right behind the camera is Jenny's streaming nook, and then I have my, like, streaming nook, and then we have the fake nerd update set in the background and so we kind of like combined my streaming nook and that for the last episode and then now we're on the other side of the room this never appeared on our channel before recording this podcast and this will probably be the area where I, like if dylan never comes i'll probably do the same setup you know this will be yeah. like the podcasting area and then one day if we ever get a studio we'll recreate this Looks good. Looks we, good. We, do, we want to buy a studio to not make any of the shows look better. Just everything will look exactly the same. I own a studio. So you own a studio? Are you just going to say that and not elaborate? Yep. All right. So is there anything else you want to touch on before we get going? Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, July 13th, I'm going to be featured on the Federation of Belligerent Writers, uh, Guild and Worcesters show. What is that? Uh, it's a it's a group of very funny people mm-hmm. uh, in Worcester. It's a writing guild. Uh, it's a group of people that get together. They put on shows uh, mm-hmm. Wednesday night mayhem at uh, Beatniks. I think it's every other Wednesday. Okay. Um, I think it's actually alternating Wednesday to the the Dark Rose oh, open good. mic. Yeah, that would um, be awkward. No, yeah. I mean, unless it unless I'm wrong there, in which case you know you won't be. A pe- 
go to my show. Yeah. Uh, but no, I also go to theirs because, you know, they're putting me on a show and they're all really good people and they're mm-hmm. very funny and right. talented. Uh, so this, this is a show. They're, they're talented. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I was just, again, yeah, no, it, generally they're all incredible people. And I, again, I really appreciate the opportunity that they've been giving me. They, I'm put, getting put on a show with my buddy Kevin Knightley. Mm-hmm. Another great comic, Brian O'Donnell. Yeah. Uh, I think Lou Ramos is hosting on the show. I mean, Kevin. Kevin would probably do it. Kevin would do anything. Um, I don't have any other. <laughs> do anything. I. Uh, I don't Kevin have... doesn't have self-respect. He would do the spot. He would certainly do that. Yeah. yeah. I got. Um, Kevin has his own podcast. He does. Yes. Yes. But uh, you know, I get probably less people listen to that than ours. Well. As they should. Oh man. Anyways. He's a good guy. Yeah. Where can Great friend, find honestly. you online? Where can they find me online? Uh, they can find me, they, uh, the people, um, can find me online on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, at Real Liam Marr. That's uh, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Mm-hmm. Looks like meager. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, uh, Marr at Liam. And I am on Grinder blog spot and google plus you can figure out those pins uh you know go out and search you'll find me all right try hard enough and as for the show of course you can find it on youtube at youtube.com slash we'll get everything you can find it on itunes as well as pretty much any podcasting thing because anchor is just like do you want all these things you've never heard of and i'm like why not it's free um it's just search better radio and look for the logo if it doesn't show up right away because you know we only fed a few episodes um are we on napster i don't think we're on napster what's the fucking point yeah it's not it's not great um and then you can find me on twitter at the fake bmar that's b-m-a-r-r and you can find me on job boards looking to find a job good plug i like that last one that's a good one Alright guys, thank you so much for watching. I'm Brian. I'm Liam. And have a great rest of your day.